Hi guys! Welcome to another episode of the Product Powerhouse Podcast. I am jazzed for today's episode. It's the first episode of 2021. We get to say goodbye to 2020 and roll into a new year. So since this is the first episode of a new year, I'm just going to do a tiny intro. If you don't know me, my name is Erin Alexander. I am the creator of Product Powerhouse. We have a podcast, we have a community, we have a club, we have a website, <laughs> all the things. Uh, I am a web designer. If you're like, hey, wait a minute, what happened to Alexander Design Co? We are changing the name of my design agency to Product Powerhouse to just really show that we are all in helping product-based businesses show up online, make more money, get visible, and we're focused on those product-based businesses because there are just not enough resources out there for product-based businesses. Welcome to the Product Powerhouse Podcast, where we talk about what it's like to run a product-based business. We'll be sharing specific actionable tips for your online store, chatting with other shop owners to go behind the scenes of their successful product-based businesses, and having a blast talking shop. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I'm the founder of Alexander Design Company, a web design and marketing agency for e-commerce businesses. We work with incredible entrepreneurs to create an unforgettable online presence for their shop. Now grab a nice coffee and let's chat. <laughs> so for today's episode, I'm like standing up, I'm like in action because I am recording from my garage. So if it's a little bit echoey, you will know why. I tried all day to record into my office and it was like loud and echoey. And then I brought everything home so I could record at home and my husband wasn't feeling well. So he went to bed early and he has something running in the living room. He got a 3D printer. So this 3D printer is running in the living room. So everywhere I go, there is so much sound. So I'm attempting to huddle in my garage in a tiny corner with my little soundproof stuff to try to get this episode out. So I apologize if the, the sound isn't what we usually do. I'm working on it, I promise. Okay, so today's podcast episode is all about the lessons that I personally have learned in 2020 or did learn in 2020 and how I'm carrying that forward into my vision for 2021. And writing this out, like getting the outline ready was really, really therapeutic. And I hope you will get a lot from this. I was kind of nervous about doing these kinds of episodes because this show is about helping product-based businesses. And I'm a service provider. I've worked in retail. I've worked in the handmade industry. I have all this different experience, but I don't run a product-based business. And I didn't want to come across disingenuine or share information that I didn't feel like really applied to product-based businesses. So I was very careful about planning those things out as I created this episode. So this is a little more of a peek inside my business. I talked to some of the amazing women in the Product Powerhouse Club, which I'm going to talk about later, and they said that they wanted to hear this. So here we go. 2020 really came at us in an unexpected way. I mean, that was true for everyone. Things got canceled, which was really disappointing. This was going to be the first year that I spoke at a conference, but my trip to LA was canceled. And I was scheduled to go to a business retreat in the mountains and meet some business friends who I've been friends with for years and finally get to meet them in person. And that didn't happen. And in my personal life, like things kind of were happening. At the beginning of the year, my brother moved all the way across the country 
then later in the year, my sister moved further away from me, although not across the country. And then just last month, actually like two weeks ago, my mother moved across the country. It was a lot of change. It was really hard on my kids, especially my oldest. So there was a lot, a lot going on. And we just had to do a lot of changing, you know, as well as being stuck at home, school being out, all of those things. So we're going to talk about some of those things. So I've really narrowed it down to like three lessons that I wanted to talk about. And then I'll tell you a little bit about like what's happening moving forward, like the vision of 2021. So the very first thing that I realized in 2020 was just because you can do something and just because you're good at something doesn't mean you have to do it. So at the end of last year, I think it was like the very end of quarter three, start of quarter four, we launched a new service, our SEO overhaul package. And it was really awesome. It was successful. Everyone loved it. It turns out that I hated (laughs) implementing it. I love teaching SEO. And if you listen to the podcast, you'll hear a bunch of little things about SEO. I talk about it all the time. It's so valuable. But sitting down to optimize hundreds of product listings is not my cup of tea. Speaking of which, since it is a little chilly in my garage, I am drinking some warm tea. (laughs) First of all, Implementing SEO across your website is super boring. I I hate to say it. There are people who love that kind of thing. It's a very detail-oriented task, not my skill set. I love the initial research phase, finding the right keywords, putting them into place onto hundreds of listings. No, I can't do it. (laughs) So instead of offering SEO services, I turned that whole process into a workbook, which we've had several people go through and they've loved it. So it's like the information was good. I just wasn't the person that was meant to be implementing this across the board. That mini course is our SEO for shop owners, simplified SEO for shop owners workbook. It's really easy. It's like 30 jam-packed pages of how to optimize every single piece of your store website. And it's only $49. So it was a really awesome thing, you know, like I like to be able to help a lot more people by creating that. The other thing I do instead of offering SEO services is now I have been referring people over to my friend Julia from Julia Renee Consulting. I have had her on the podcast before. She was on episode 25. We talked a lot about Pinterest and SEO on that episode. It was really great. But Julia is wonderful. She's so good at SEO. We've talked about kind of all the steps. We have the same philosophy. We have the same kind of, we have different processes, obviously, but we have like the same thoughts about SEO. So I am more than happy to send clients over her way because she is fantastic at it. So this lesson really is that you don't have to do things just because you can. This also applies to things like around the house. I hired a housekeeper this year. So obviously, I'm perfectly capable of cleaning my house. But there were so many limited hours in the day with not very much childcare. We're going to talk about that. It was just such a huge relief to have keeping the house clean off my task list. Like we cleaned up and cluttered, but someone, we cleaned up all the clutter is what I meant to say. But someone came in and vacuumed and mopped and cleaned the toilets and cleaned the bathtub. It gave me such a good sense of relief. We do not have a housekeeper right now, and I'm going to tell you why in my third lesson. (laughs) So my second lesson that I really took to heart this year was nothing is worth compromising your health. You know, this could really be applied 
literally, as in we all had to stay home to protect others, to protect ourselves so we didn't get the virus. That's not even what I'm talking about. After a few months of being in lockdown with my kids, not going anywhere, not taking them to Nana's, not taking them anywhere, I realized that I couldn't do it. I didn't have enough time to get my work done. I still had a full client load at the time. I just couldn't do it all. I wasn't getting the house clean. I wasn't keeping the kids happy. I was like just stressed out and anxious all the time. So we ended up putting our kids in daycare part-time in the summer. And I'm very grateful that daycare was able to stay open in our state. I know that that is not the case everywhere. And I will admit that I was really uncomfortable with it, but I felt like I didn't have any other choice. I know some parents don't even have the option of daycare, and I really 100% realize how fortunate we were to get that choice to have that option. Also, my kids absolutely loved it. Like, they asked to go back to this day, so that made it a lot easier. This gave me a few solid hours of work time during the day. And I know that some mom business owners, they're staying up late to do their work. They're waking up early to do their work. I would love to be able to wake up early. That is something I need to work on. I cannot stay up late to work because if I do, I don't sleep. And if I don't get enough sleep, I am like physically not well the next day. And it also, the lack of sleep really causes my anxiety to be like exacerbated. And I was realizing that I was anxious all the time because I wasn't getting enough sleep because I was trying to have my kids home, do all the things, do all the school, entertain my three-year-old, which is a full-time job on its own. Three-year-olds are busy little kids. Plus work a full-time job. It was just too much. So we put the kids in daycare. It was wonderful. I struggled a lot more with my anxiety this year than I ever have before. Um, And I know some business owners, I I talked to my friends, my designer friends, business owning friends, like some people close their businesses down because they had to stay home to take care of their kids. And man, does that one, I like, I'm so impressed by that sacrifice. And two, it breaks my heart because I know how much us entrepreneurs like love and pour into our business. I felt like I didn't have that choice. I couldn't shut down my business in order to take care of my family because people had already paid me. Like, (laughs) I guess I could have refunded all the money, but also we were depending on my income at that point. So, you know, my husband had a job, but he just really was like, mostly the reason was for insurance. Putting the kids in daycare really helped. And it really made me realize like how much taking care of myself, how much better it is for my family, for my relationships, for the way I like come at the world, the way I approach things. So really nothing is worth compromising my health. Okay. And the third lesson was that I am really capable of so much more than I ever expected. This was the first year that I actually accomplished all of my goals in my business. For the first five years or the first four years, that did not happen. Really up until like a year and a half ago, yeah, almost two years ago, I really struggled with feeling like a failure. I always had this goal of making $5,000 in one month. My expenses were very, very low. I wanted to make $5,000 in one month. And honestly, that never happened. For like four years, it didn't happen. And I kept working towards that goal. And I 
I did all the things that you're supposed to do to manifest, <laughs> if you know anything about manifesting. And it just never happened. And I constantly felt like a failure. It was to the point where I was about to quit. If you've listened to episode one, then you hear me talk about the story where I was like sitting in a bar with my two business friends that are here locally crying. Yes, crying in a bar, like a little cafe bar. It's not like a <laughs> bar, bar full of people, but because I felt like a failure and I, I felt like I needed to apply to be a substitute teacher. I had done that previously when I first started my business. And so I was going to just do that because it would be easier. When I realized this year that I was going to crush my original goal, I had a hard time really believing it was possible. When I talked to my close friends, like those two business friends, my husband, I would be like, can you believe this? It doesn't seem real. Who am I to make this much money? Who am I to get to live the life that I want? This is going to be another episode on its own, but I have always felt like the kid who grew up on welfare because that's how I have always pictured myself. And even when I was preparing for this episode and looking back through my notes one year ago for my journaling, I wrote something about feeling like the last year or the half, the last half of the year had been a fluke, like that I wasn't going to keep being that successful. I wasn't going to keep getting clients. People weren't going to keep hiring me, that it was all a fluke and it was going to go away. (laughs) So I really did have a really hard time believing that what I was doing was of my own doing. I know I've said really and doing a lot there, so let me explain. As I sat down to reflect on how far I've come, it made me see how much I am truly capable of. So I had to sit down and realize, and I actually did this at my business retreat, so I've also done an episode about that. So if you go listen to the podcast episode about my business retreat, You can hear a little bit about this, but I came to this like concrete feeling that the success that I've had was something I've earned. It's not like it was delivered to me by Amazon two days after I ordered it on my doorstep, right? This is something that happened from the culmination of years of hard work. You know, I feel like my journey to get to this point happened probably, I don't know, I started my first blog in high school and I think that all these little steps can lead me to how I'm a web designer today taking web design classes at what, 15 years old. So I feel like all these steps in my life have led me to here. So this success that I've been seeing in my business has been because of all these years of learning and getting better and trying harder and continuing on. That's the biggest thing to keep going when things got hard. And of course, there are amazing people who helped me along the way. There are people who helped open doors for me and I I'm so grateful for them and I tell them that every every day, but I'm also the one that took those opportunities and put them to work. So this was a good realization for me that being successful and having success in my business, you know, wasn't something that I just happened upon. It was something that I cultivated, something that I worked towards, something that I strived for, something that happened because I show up or have shown up day after day after day. So that was really cool. And it came at the perfect time because in September, my husband was let go of his job and currently is still jobless. He is right now taking care of the kids, the housework, the school, all of that. He actually wants to be a stay-at-home dad. And so we are taking it, you know, month by month or day by day and seeing how it works for our family Never before did I dream or envision that this would be our life. 
even when I had a vision for how our life would be in the like dream scenario, it never included this particular circumstance. It never included my husband not working. That's definitely been a change we've had to adapt to. And I will be completely honest and tell you that it was tough for me to adjust to. I even talked about this to my therapist. I'm like, I have had all these different visions of what I think our future could look like. And this was never one of the scenarios. So I've had to adjust what my vision for the future looks like. But it's working for us. Also, I really love working and getting to have dedicated time where I'm not distracted by what's going on with the kids or my toddler. So I'm really happy to get the time to work. I've kind of always said I could never be a stay-at-home mom. And that is so true. And I love being a career woman. I am very ambitious. And so having my husband home It's a wonderful opportunity that I never saw coming that I'm getting to take advantage of now. And I'm just rolling with it. And to be honest, my husband is doing a great job at keeping the house clean, the laundry done. He's much better than I was when I was trying to do both things, work and take care of all the stuff. He does like to rearrange things and throw things out, which I'm not excited about. (laughs) But... We're getting it. The other adjustment is that I'm not home. And so I sometimes feel out of the loop and like left out of decisions. I don't have any idea what goes on day to day. And if I ask my husband, he just doesn't really say anything. So (laughs) he's like, oh, it was a good day. And I'll be like, okay, what did you feed them? What did they wear? What did they have for lunch? (laughs) I'm also not the one talking to the teacher, knowing what assignments are done any of that. And it was a big adjustment because I've been the main child care provider for our children for the last six years. And now we're adapting to something new. But like I said, he's doing a great job. It's an adjustment for sure. There's things that I don't necessarily like, but we're working through them. We do go to therapy. So like I said, it was an opportunity that I didn't ever see coming, but we are taking it and we are using it to our advantage. So now for 2021. I really feel myself leaning in and becoming the person that I've always wanted to be. So I am excited to see how that goes. I did pick a word of the year. This isn't something I always do, but I decided to do it this year. My word for 2021 is embrace. And I mean to embrace the person I'm becoming, the lifestyle I'm working to create, and the opportunities presented to me. And to me, embrace really means to be open, curious, and grateful. And I'm excited to see how that plays out in my life. Business-wise, we're going to be really focused on the podcast, the new Product Powerhouse Club, which I'm going to tell you about in just a second, and taking care of our clients. We worked with over 20 clients. I think it was like 22 clients last year, and that is incredible. I am excited to see that number grow this year because we've really streamlined our processes and it's in a really great groove. I have an amazing team who works on all client projects with me and some other tasks. So that's really going to let me be able to focus on creating great content and pouring into the community that we've created. So speaking of the community, I didn't really plan to do a pitch, but I just wanted to tell you about the community. So Product Powerhouse The Club is our new membership community for shop owners. It's like part mastermind, part group coaching, part co-working. We have calls every week, every Thursday, 
one week we do a strategy session. So this is where we're like learning something new, something very specific to running your product-based business or growing your business. Last month we did, since it was December, we did some reflection and assessing our year so we knew where we needed to focus on to grow in the next year. And this month we're all focused on analytics so that we can get, you know, when you track those things, you can, it can grow. There's a phrase that says what gets measured grows. And so that's the thing we're going to use. We're going to learn about Google Analytics from a friend of mine. I'm really excited about this month in the community. And then we also have like a coaching question and answer, life's hot seat, office hours type call, just where I'm available to answer questions. We can we can get eyes on a business, really dig into someone's business depending on kind of what's going on in the month. And then the other two calls, we do co-working so that you have someone to help keep you accountable. We talk about what we're working on, we set a timer, and then we get it done. And it's just so much fun. The community has been open for one month and it was a rough month because it's, you know, the the first two weeks we're scurrying to package up all of our orders, get them out the door. And then the second half of the month, we're tired. It's the holidays. We just want to relax. That's what I did. But the community is going to be really great. And I'm excited to just like be able to jump in full force this month in the community. So the community is now available all year round. So you can find it at alexanderdesignco.com slash the club. Um, it's going to be really awesome. You can also just go to my website, alexanderdesignco, and it's right on the homepage. It's like right in the middle of the screen. It says, join the community. <laughs> I'm really, really excited. I'm going to be talking about the club more as we go through this year and the months and all of those things. But I'm really excited to get to pour into those people. You know, I get a lot of DMs like asking me questions or strategies, and it's really hard to keep up with all of them. And so I think this is going to be a really great place to just come together. The other thing is, if you're not ready for like that paid level community group, that's totally fine. We also have the free Facebook community that's not going anywhere. So you can join that if you just go to alexanderdesignco.com slash community. You can also search on Facebook for product powerhouse community and you'll find it. You know, when you're a service-based business, like all of my time is spent working with customers or clients. And so sometimes it gets hard to dedicate time to pouring into others but I love that part of my business. I, I'm a people person. I love talking, as you could probably tell when you listen to the show. So showing up in, you know, now the community and now the new club is just, it's my jam. It is where I was meant to be. And I'm really excited to see where this takes us. So if you have any questions about the club, definitely DM me on Instagram or come find us on Facebook. Product Powerhouse Community in the search bar will get you to our free Facebook group. That's really it. I think it's really exciting to be able to, you know, have these main things I'm focusing on and just keep it simple. You know, we are a very specific design agency and I think that's not what makes it that's what makes it so much fun to run my business is because I don't have to like I get to get to be really really good at what I do and build really awesome Shopify stores and that is like that is what I do. And it makes me so happy and so proud. And so I'm just super excited for 2021. Hesitant, nervous, cautious, <laughs> don't want to make any grand 
things. I don't want to like break the ice and I'm afraid what could possibly happen, but I am, I'm excited for it. That's really all I had. I do have some cool episodes coming up. I'm getting scheduled a really cool series for you guys. It's going to be awesome. I've been pouring my heart into it. And there's going to be a lot of fun episodes. And I also have some new shop owners to highlight and to, you know, introduce you to. I would love to introduce you. If you're a shop owner, you're listening to the podcast and you want to be a guest, we would love to have you on. You could reach out through Instagram, DM me. That's perfectly fine. But yeah, here's to, I'm holding up my glass of tea, my mug of hot tea. Here's to 2021. Here's to your business. Here's to making this year a really powerful year. Building visibility for an online store is a full-time job on its own. Big name stores have entire marketing departments for this exact reason but you don't need a full team to see big results. What you need right now are simple and quick ways to give your store a visibility boost without adding more to your mile long to-do list. That's exactly why we created the free five ways to boost your shop SEO PDF so that online shop owners just like you can improve visibility and get more eyes on your shop without any additional stress. These five tasks will give your store a juicy SEO boost to help you show up for the people who are already looking for you without touching any code or having a background in search engine optimization. Head over to productpowerhousepodcast.com to grab your free copy and give your shop the visibility boost it needs today. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse Podcast. If you're ready to dig a little deeper into this episode, come join us in the Product Powerhouse community on Facebook. It's the best place to go to find the perfect partner for your next collaboration, get additional support and trainings, and just hang out with other shop owners. You can be a part of our circle by visiting alexanderdesignco.com community or search for Product Powerhouse community on Facebook. And if you really loved this episode, open up your podcast app and leave a rating and review. Each review makes it that much easier for other shop owners to find us and get in on this action.